Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. Listening to the Corky Crime Sisters for the very first time. For the first time, like a virgin. (laughs) We're coming at you. Um, We are two sisters who like to chat true crime, uh, drink some Prosecco while doing it, and hang out with each other. So, this should be fun. Three of my favorite things in one room. Perfect. It's going to be great. Perfect. So... Typically, our whole idea... She's Taylor, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm Nikki. (laughs) So, on a typical episode, we wanted you guys to uh, listen to the pop of our bottle, but our recording software stopped recording. So, that got lost in translation, but we are drinking some Costco Kirkland Signature Prosecco today. Real high class, but you know what? This shit is good, and it doesn't cost a lot of money, so that is right up my alley. But on that note, yamas! <laughs> for those of you who don't know, don't know what yamas is, it is the Greek word for cheers. I believe it's like, I salute to your health or something. It actually meant something in Greece, whereas here we're like, yeah, let's get hammered, cheers. Like... <laughs> That's how I take it, and my husband is Greek, so <laughs> he actually calls us the Yama sisters. And but we didn't think that would come across with the uh, true crime, so <laughs> <laughs> quirky crime sisters slash Yama sisters, whatever you feel like calling us is fine. Um, but on that note, I guess we should talk some true crime, right? Yeah. Like, what we're here to do. Absolutely, and I think you're going... First. I'm going first. Every week we're going to try and do it where we'll have a regular case and then we'll have a fun quirky case. Quirky. <laughs> um, and this week, me, Taylor, I've got the, the regular case. So, that being said, I want to talk to you about the Roger family murders. Ooh. This shit happened in 89. So, <laughs> you were like four. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You, I wasn't even born. You weren't even a thought. I wasn't even a fucking sperm yet. You were not. <laughs> you were an egg. You were an egg. I was an egg. <laughs> an egg. Um, so, family of four, they were, this was a family of four, they were out in Ohio, and they actually had a dairy farm. Um, so, what you had is you had a, the father, whose name was Hal, he was 37, Um, He was kind of that quiet, slender, patriarchal kind of guy. Like, didn't show a lot of emotion, but really loved his family. Kind of like our dad. I was going to say, that's kind of like our dad. Yeah, like, doesn't show a ton of emotion. Right. Yeah. So, pretty typical of a father, right? You had Joan. Um, She had a pretty rough upbringing, and she was kind of, she had a rough exterior, but they really describe her as, like, this outgoing human. Like, she was all out there. Hal called her... Kind of like you. Kind of like me. I don't know if I have a rough exterior or a hobo exterior. It's one of the two, right? (laughs) You just have, like, disheveled 90% of the time. Like, your life is never together. Dude. But, like, weirdly still always together. (laughs) I'm doing okay for the hot fucking mess I am. (laughs) 
Um, and I mean, Hal used to say all the time that they call her Joe. That um, Joe was his personality for him, which is kind of adorable. They were high school sweethearts. Um, at this time, they had two daughters. They had Michelle. She was seventeen. She was kind of a. Uh, and he was how old? 30, 37, oh. 36? Damn. Wait, that's like... Getting it in. 20, right? Yeah. 20 okay. and 19 is when they had her. Okay. Shit. I almost just fell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was that super broody teenager. She was that, you know, she was just like, I, I don't want to stay here. I don't want to be in this place. I don't want to work on the farm every goddamn day. Like... So pretty much every teenager Every ever. teenager ever. Yeah. yeah. She, um... Sometimes talk about leaving, sometimes talk about staying on the farm. It depended on what mood you caught her in. But again, pretty typical for teenagers. We were fucking awful. And I think we were the same uh, way. I was probably more awful. You were probably a little better as a teenager. Than I just I fought was. with mom a lot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And then there was Christy. She was like the bubbly blonde of the family. She was. Hello. Yeah, I was going to say that for you. <laughs> the ages are switched. It's fine. Um, she was a cheerleader. Uh, she would name all of the dairy cows, which would be really hard to me because then they get slaughtered, right? I totally would do that, though. <laughs> but, like, dairy, right? Dairy yes, cows yes. get slaughtered, too. Do they? I think they're just used for their milk. Dairy cow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She actually sometimes would, um, practice in, in front of the cows and do her, like, cheerleading in front of them. Yes! And I love her I love that. it. She's, like, speaking to her animal soul. I love yes. it. Okay. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so that's kind of the family. They had, the, I didn't mention this, but the dairy farm was 300 acres. Holy crap. So they worked from, like, dust until dawn. Um, the daughters went to school and wake up early in the morning and take care of the farm and do their chores before going to school. And Joe actually worked at a food warehouse on top of the farm at like a midnight shift. So at night, that way she would have health insurance with the family. Get it, girl. Dude, like that sounds fucking terrible. It does sound awful, but yeah, get it, girl. (laughs) Good for her. So what's happening now is the family has never actually, because of this farm, ever gone on a vacation of any sort. Oh. Like, never done anything, never gone and seen anything. So the three girls were actually going to go to Florida together from Ohio. Um, Howell was going to stay behind because they actually had a late rain this year, which meant the harvest had to happen, like, right then or it wasn't going to happen. Um, they even said Howell would stay up for, like, three days at a fucking time. Oh, my God. To get the harvest done so that they could make money and have their living. So Are we this, talking about, like, Red Bull staying up, or? <laughs> I don't know if he used crack or what. <laughs> Something. Shit. Three days? Three Damn. days is fucking insane, That is right? insane. Yeah. So, Hal was totally supportive. He's like, you three go. I can't go, but I want you to have, like, the best time. Go spend it together. Yeah. So, um... And he also really wanted Michelle, the older daughter, to go out and experience this because within the last year, they actually found out she was being sexually assaulted. Oh. So. By whom? So Hal's brother actually had stake in the farm. And he lived on the same property with them and worked the farm. They were partners in the farm. And in his trailer, he was sexually assaulting a woman he lived with. Well, then it came out that uh, Michelle was also being sexually assaulted herself. Oh, what a piece of shit. Right. So that's also what kind of helped Michelle's, like, broody personality, too. She didn't want to talk about it. She wanted it all yeah. to go away. And actually, she never pressed charges on him. 
So. And this was her uncle? This is her uncle. Like, her dad's brother. Okay. The fuck. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, Yeah, no, that's, no, no, not okay. No. No, no. So, (laughs) all three girls, um, we're going to go on this vacation. Like I said, Hal really wanted Michelle to go because of this, try and be a teenager, get it off her mind. Um, One of the interesting things about this, so they were going to Florida, and all three girls had no experience with water. Oh. Like, very little for Michelle and Christy. Joe couldn't even swim. (laughs) So... Like, Hal used to talk about the fact that even if you covered her head with, like, a sheet, it would terrify her. And it would be, like, a hell of a fight, is what he would say, quotation marks around that. Because she doesn't like things covering her, so water scares the shit out of her. Same girl. Except for I actually love water. But anything <laughs> covering my head, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm out. I'm out. You don't equate the two. <laughs> no, I don't. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, on Sunday night... Um, this is before, so this was on, like, I don't even know what day, so, the 28th of May, there we go, <laughs> I wrote it down, <laughs> adequate research, no, <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday night they start going towards Tampa, so this would be Sunday, May 29th of 89, and they ended up staying at a quality inn kind of halfway to Tampa, Florida, just to have their night's sleep. That next day, they're, like, living it up. They go to SeaWorld. They see fucking Shamu. Right? He was in Florida, wasn't he? Or was he in uh, California? Uh, I don't know. They're all terrible now. Like, well, <laughs> they should not exist anymore. It's okay. true. So, they're, like... Shamu. I don't know. I feel like I saw Shamu. And I've... But I've been to both, so... Did you? Anyway. Um, so, they're, like, living up. Uh, and then, May 30th, so that Monday, they actually go to the Epcot Center. Um, I love Epcot! I've never been. Uh, Well, I went when I was, like, really little. Like, you were... I don't even know if you were born yet. And so, like, I was, like, a child. And I went, and as a child, it was, like, the best place ever. Now, if I went, I'd probably be slightly disappointed. But it's all good. When you're a kid, it's the best, right? Yeah. So these girls are, like, living it up, having a ton of fun, filling up their days with all the sunshine. Um... From there, the next day, so that would be Wednesday, May 31st, they actually go to Disney. Um, so, like like I said, they are seeing absolutely everything they can. Getting it all in. Right. It's beautiful. Um, this is good recording right her. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's... Thursday, June 1st, um, they leave the Gateway Inn, and they start heading towards Tampa to go visit Bush Gardens. Um, so they reach their their hotel, basically, right before 1230. And then we know at 1237, Michelle calls her boyfriend she has for about 10 minutes. And then at 1257, like, the Bush Gardens line was called because they were trying to get some kind of, like, info. It's not exactly known what they were looking for. Um, sure, but they were just probably just trying to, like, call ahead to, like, ask questions before going on those crazy fucking lines. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, and so, then, at around 7 p.m., so we don't know what they, we, we're totally not sure what they did between, like, 1 o'clock and 7 p.m., but a businessman saw them in a restaurant in the hotel. And he remembers seeing them all having a good time, acting totally fucking normal, 
Um, and he remembers them because they were, like, staring at each other because he was, like, I literally couldn't look up without them being, like, right there. So it was really awkward because I just kept being, like, shit and, like, putting my head back down. <laughs> so you're not, are you saying that they were, like, as loud as we were today at lunch with our mom? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and at, at everybody awkwardly staring at These us. These poor people were, like, <laughs> staring at us. We were being loud and we were trying to tone it down. But it's not how that worked. <laughs> we just don't tone it down. So it's fine. Anyway. Yeah. So... After that, um, sometime after they left the restaurant, they actually leave their hotel and they're going to meet up with someone. Um, We know this because Joe had written instructions and they were in her car. So they were just chilling. How to get to this. Basically, it was a dock into the water, which is interesting anyway. Um, Beyond that, they were supposed to be home sometime that weekend. So this was Thursday. And all weekend long, Hal was just looking at the driveway, waiting for them to come home. Aww. Like, uh, What's like, even more horrible to me is, like, two days, so I think it would have been, like, Tuesday after that following Sunday, he actually received a postcard the girls had sent him Aww. from Tampa, and they were still missing at this time. So we have no idea what happened, which is just, like, weird. Yeah. And he said it was very unlike them. They would have called, like, mm-hmm. hands down. So... Then, June 4th, um, a boat actually is out in the bay, like, doing its thing, and they spot something floating in the water, and they, they're like, that looks like a body. It's not a mannequin, this is not a fucking false alarm. <laughs> this right? is not a drill, this <laughs> is a man, not a mannequin, not a mannequin. Not a mannequin. Not a mannequin. Okay. Um, it's a female floating face down, her hands are tied behind her back, her feet are tied, and she's naked from the waist down. Um, she has a thin yellow rope around her neck. Interestingly enough, though, when the, the boat was dispatched to try and pull her out of the water, whatever was tied to her neck was weighing her down into the water. Oh. So they literally couldn't pull her onto the boat. So they end up snapping the line, whatever it was, they cut it, they have no idea what it was at the time, pulled her onto the boat to recover the body. And they were like, okay, we took down the coordinates, we're going to go look later, we'll dive, go scuba, Scuba. You like you like scuba, Ruben? Scuba, Ruben. Uh, scuba, Steve. And we're going to go scuba Steve down at this shit, and we'll see what it was, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. Not good. Probably not. So, then, before reaching the shoreline, they get another call. And another one was found. Oh, no. Same specs. They had to do the same exact thing. They're about two miles apart. Um, and then, as they're recovering that one, a third call comes in. Same specs, everything's the same. So... They were just placed in, like, different parts of, like, in the water? Like, yeah. okay. I don't know if they were placed or they moved or what, right? Yeah. So... Well, if they were weighed down by something, you would think that they were, like, purposely placed. No? I mean, it's possible. I don't know how that would even work. Um, autopsy showed that all of them had water in their lungs, and so they were thrown into the water while still alive. Oh. Could you fucking imagine? No. See, that is probably, like, the worst thing ever for me. Like, I love water, but drowning seems like, nah. Mm-mm. I ain't down for it. <laughs> yeah. So, the second body that was found was actually Michelle's, and it seems like she was kind of fucking a fighter. Like, she basically got her hands untied. As she was drowning. <gasps> However, she still died. Unfortunately. And that's not like... There's some, there's some empathy here. Like, I could not imagine, like, being able to get your hands free and then struggling to do whatever you are while you're being held down at your neck by something heavy. Like, that's insane. I feel like there's got to be a way to, like, 
bring your legs down and wrap them around the rope and like bring your head up or something. I don't know. There's no technical way to go about this at all, I'm sure. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Basically, so because the, all the bodies were naked from the waist down, it was determined that they had all been sexually assaulted before they were thrown in the water, which means they would have been sexually assaulted while alive. Oof. All three girlies. Um, and when they went back and actually looked at those coordinates to see what was in the water, it was actually cement blocks. Uh-huh. So the idea was that they were t- held down with cement blocks so that the bodies never floated back up and they couldn't be found. And then they would drown, obviously, because they're, like, stuck in the water. Um... Well, that didn't work, obviously, because they floated back up, even with cement blocks tied to them, because decomposition bloated them so bad that they rose to the surface, which is, like, so morbid to think about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Talk about water weight. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So they weren't even discovered until about a week later. Um. And this was a week after Hal had actually reported them missing. Poor Hal. I forgot about him. <laughs> right? So all of the fingerprints in the room matched the bodies. The housekeeper at the, the days in they were staying in actually was like, no, that hasn't been disturbed. They haven't been back. Don't even, like, I don't know where they've been. Um, they actually identified them with dental records. <laughs> I I know. And it was determined that they were thrown from a boat, just based on where they were. Yeah. So you're probably right, then. They probably were, like, placed in places. I would imagine. Placed, placed in. in motherfucking places. Um, yeah. It, like, strate- like not even strategically, but he was just like, oh, here's a good spot to throw one body. Let's go a little bit further down. Here's a... Nothing. Exactly. I say he. I say don't he. Know. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so. Well, you said... Nope, 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 we're done. Go. <laughs> a couple days after the bodies were found, they found their car. It was a 1984 Oldsmobile. I thought you were going to say collars, and I was like, wait, when were they wearing collars? That was high. I'm they so sorry. They put on them. So they knew where they would go. Like, please call if found, you know. <laughs> my, That's terrible. My mom is ugly crying somewhere. <laughs> anyway. Oh. So, basically, the case remained unresolved for three years. Oh. Three years I had to get worked on. Um, and they had, like, more than usual amounts of tips for this case, which is really good. Yeah. Like, impressive to me. Um, and one of their biggest tips actually came from something that described a similar rape of a woman, um, a Canadian tourist, and it occurred two weeks before the Rogers murders. Um. That person, basically, um, they determined to be matched up with these murders. So, basically, he had raped somebody and then... And dumped the body the same way. She lived. Oh! According to all the research I found, she was alive. Was she in the water as well? No. She was not. Okay. Um, What... What basically happened is they ended up looking into this man, right? And what was found was those handwritten directions in Joe's oh. car, right? 
So when they're looking at this man, they're just like looking with him. They're looking at everything he has. And they actually found a work report of his with handwriting. Well, the two samples were matched. So he was arrested. Um, this gentleman's name was Oba Chandler. Oba? Oba. Ooh, Oba. You done fucked up. Ooh. Oba. So, Oba had a rough childhood. <laughs> and that, that helps. I feel like, don't they all? They always do. <laughs> like, it was like, he is actually believed to be a serial killer we know nothing about. Mm. So, Oba actually... He grew up, he had kind of a rough life. His dad really suffered from mental illness, and he actually walked in on his father having killed himself. Oh. Which is never good, right? Mm-mm. Um, he was sentenced to death for the murders on November 4th, 1994. So they were murdered in 89, which is, like, really quick to me. Um, you know, a lot of times we see that these people just wait forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Um... And then he was executed on October 10th, 2011. Oh, so he got the death penalty for it. Yep. Dang. But obviously, like you said, they feel like he was a serial killer. But it, was he only ever convicted of, like, their murders? Do you know? As far as I know, he was only convicted of those murders. However, he did talk about a lot of murders. Um, um, like, he was maybe, like, confessing to things, other things he had done? Yeah. So, like, if you look, if I look, it says, like, victims... And it says, I Elise, which was that Canadian tourist. Mm. And then it has Joe, Michelle, and Christine. And then they say many more suspected since 1963. But that's the only confirmed things they have on him. Wow. And that's that's why I have a hard time with the death penalty, is if we think we can get more information from that human, then we just kill him. You ever thought about that? Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes they're not willing to get more information either. You know, like, we would love for them to, like, be able to solve more of these cases, but a lot of times they just, like, they just won't. Um, I forget who it was, but there was, like, a, a serial killer, and he kept, like, dragging people along, being like, oh, I'll give you more information, I'll give you more information, and then finally he just killed himself, like, in the cell. So yeah. it was like he never actually got the death penalty. Like, he was never actually sentenced to death, but he, like, kept That makes sense. Yeah. So. Um, they also suspected of him that the way he actually got the girls on the boat is he just was like, hey, come take a boat ride. Like, come here. I was going to ask about that because, like, you said that she had directions to, like, the a dock. The dock. So, like, he was probably like, hey, guys, I'll take you out on my boat. Here's how you get there. Shady bitch. Shady. It's bitches. Well, and what's amazing what they still talk about is they're not even sure how he convinced them to get on the boat because they're all scared of water and it was a glass bottom boat. So they still have no idea how to this day how he was like, yep, come hang out, it'll be chill. Like, maybe they, on my like, boat. maybe they, like, slipped a pill in the mom's drink and was like, no idea. It's all good. <laughs> so, yeah. That's the family nice. Rogers murders. Poor fucking Hal. His brother is a rapist and... His whole family was killed, and they were just earnest hard workers. I feel bad for Hal. I do, too. Poor like, guy. I, I guess Ugh. I never really quickly. Let me show you just pictures of Yes, because I did not get to see. Oh, wait. I'm looking at them right now. Oh, they were cute. They were, like, the typical. Oh, my God. I love the, like, 80s, like, yes. Farrah hair. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's great. I love it, too. They were... 
It sounds yeah. like they were really hardworking people just making a living and wanting to take... Trying to have fun. Trying to have fun, and this guy took advantage of them, and it's really Ugh, shitty. What a piece of shit. I know. Oh, well, good job. Well done. Thank you. Well done, guess. Beanie. I love it. The um, end fell a little flat because I didn't finish my research, but that's fine. <laughs> It'll be better next week. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess we'll just jump right into mine. I'm so excited. So mine is supposed to be the quirky crime this week, and there are definite things about it that are quirky <laughs> as fuck. But... Um, I'm going to do Christine and Leah Pappen. Ooh. Yes. Pappen. Pappen. Ooh. Ooh Pappen. Get it. So, um, these ladies were, so Christine was born March 8th of 1905, mm-hmm. and Leah was born September 15th of 1911, so these bitches be old. They're really old. <laughs> I guess I saw a picture of one of them when you handed me your computer. Can I, can I show you the picture? Oh, pictures. Wow. You know, <laughs> you know what they look like? I don't know if <laughs> it's like all honey. No, <laughs> I don't know if our listeners will know about this, but the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that looks like the sexiest white of them all. Oh my God. Yes. So true. Okay. Oh my God. That is like perfect. Um, I'm not over that. I'm not over it. <laughs> Um, they grew up in a small a village south of La Mans, France. 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 Ooh. That was beautiful. Um, thank you. <laughs> I thought so. So they actually did have an older sister, um, but she was, like, not really involved with the family and ended up uh, becoming a nun. Weird. So I, I feel like that wasn't, like... A thing back then. I feel like in that, those times, like, you were with the family or you were, like, ostracized. Well, I think what happened is, is, like, she decided, like, she was never going to marry. So she was like, peace out. Either that or the sisters were like, yeah, we don't really like you. Oh. You're not a part of this. It's like our third sister. We kicked her out. We kicked her out. <laughs> Actually, she doesn't exist. Don't Tawanda, you were out of here. Fuck <laughs> off, Tawanda. <laughs> Always running her um, shit. So- so, getting back to Christine and Leah, they actually, at one point, both spent time in an institution. Oh, no. Um, and it was after their parents got divorced, so that, like, totally, like, fucked them up. Could you imagine institutions that long ago? Oh, Nothing is fucking scarier. Like, yeah. even in, like, the 60s and 70s, kiddos were, like... No. That's when they, isn't that when they used to do, like, experimental, like, brain stuff, too? And, oh, like, yeah. shock therapy. They would even, like, like, there was, in one of these institutions, there was actually a doctor that was, uh, you hot? I'm hot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're sweating up in the office upstairs. <laughs> no, but there was actually a doctor that was injecting people with AIDS, like, in the oh. 60s and 70s to try and like, figure it out, but, like... These poor people then had AIDS the rest of their life. So that's why I don't get the flu shot. Anyway, longer ago, <laughs> it's straight AIDS. I don't get the flu shot because I am not being injected purposely with the flu. Okay. Same thing as the AIDS. It's got not. No. We are not equating flu with AIDS, please. We are not. Um, anyway, so as they grew up, they preferred to work together. Um, and they would work. Same. Right. Same. Um, they would work as maids in different homes in Le Mans. Cool. Um, so around Le Mans, Le Mans France. France. Um, Is that... No, because I don't either. I was like, do you speak French? Oh. 
Oh, I was like totally on like E.T. It. <laughs> it's French. It's French. Okay. Oh my lord, oh lord. Oh, did I switch your finger? <laughs> we maybe have had a little bit too much perspective. Prospecco at this point. Prospecco. Prospecco. Okay, anyway, back to the story. So, um, around 1926, the sisters started working for um, Monsieur René Lancelin. Oh. Mm. His wife and their adult daughter um, that still lived with them. So, as we were talking about, they she was an adult, but she hadn't married and hadn't decided to become a nun. Apparently, those were your only two options. <laughs> That's back like then. an old hag at 27. Back <laughs> right? then. Back then, those are your only options. So, anyway. <laughs> um, they, uh... <laughs> Clerical dicky. <laughs> Monsieur. Monsieur? Monsieur? No. No. Uh, anyway, he later said that this, the sisters were extremely quiet and only interested in spending time with each other. Same. Dude, I feel that <laughs> in my heart. So, basically, um, on the night of February 2nd, 1933, oh, Monsieur Lancelin was expecting... <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, our dad's name is Lance. And yeah. Lance, Monsieur Lancelin. Lance I'm going to start calling him that. <laughs> He's going to be like, what the heck? What are you talking about? Uh, okay, so he was expecting the sisters, or he, he was expecting his wife, not the sisters, his wife and his daughter, to join him for dinner. When they did not turn up, he became concerned. Of course. Yeah. Right? Um, so he ended up going back to their home. He was unable to get into the house because the door was actually locked from the inside. Oh, no. Shit. Right? Um, but he could see the glowing of the candle in the window. Oh, yeah. There's not fucking lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, he then decided to immediately go to the police. And one of them um, decided to climb into the house, like, using a back wall. Okay. Uh, inside... They found the bodies of Madame Linselin and her daughter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Her daughter. Her yeah. So the adult daughter was that was living with them. They found her. The in, nun. No, that was the sisters old. Like the two. Oh, Christine never mind. And Leah's I mixed oldest. them together. Yes. yes, I understand what you're saying to me now. Yes. Pay attention. I, <laughs> I was. I got a mixed up. It's fine. Continue. Okay, so. Basically, what had happened that they deemed so when the when the cops went inside, they found uh, the bodies of the the wife and the daughter. Yes, and they were dead, of course. So they went to. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I would not have come. I'm, on I'm that. just making sure you're following. I got it now. Okay. Um. So the daughter's name was Genevieve, and oh. the wife was Leonie. And um, when they decided to go to the girl's room, it was locked as well, but they were able to, like, bust down the door, and inside, they found the two sisters, like, cuddling each other in bed, wearing, like, kimonos. (laughs) Although... (laughs) Fucking Mulan? (laughs) Although, in one thing that I read, it said they they were naked cuddling together. So, we don't know what happened. (laughs) We don't know. Uh, Too much sisterly love is what happened. Well, you know, anyway, well... Later in the story. Oh, so basically, I'm in this. (laughs) I am in this. Um, So basically, the Pappen sisters explained that um, they had had a power outage um, when the wife. And the daughter came home. Mm-hmm. They had said to them, sorry, we had a power outage because one of them had plugged in, like, a flat iron. And it, like, blew the power, like, the breaker. Wait, so they have power? But they don't have 
Lights. Well, they might have turned the lights off and just had a candle burning. Okay. okay. I mean, electricity was expensive. I mean, it's still expensive, but, Wait, you know. In, in, okay, yeah, okay, continue. It's fine. Anyway. <clears throat> um, oh, she, it, the, she claimed it to be a faulty iron. Anyway, Madam Lancelin became irate and attacked the sisters on the <gasps> first floor landing. How dare you? How dare you, bitch? I mean, it was just a faulty iron. I don't like, think we need to get cray-cray. They can't control this shit. Right? right? So, Christine, which is the older sister, um, lunged at Genevieve and gouged her eyes out. <gasps> gouged them out. Okay? I'd do that for you. Thank you. I if someone was attacking, <laughs> yeah. I would gouge her eyes yeah. out for you. Yeah, thanks. I would do the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, Leah joined in the struggle and attacked Madame Lan- Lancelin, gouging her eyes out as well. As But Christine ordered her to. She was like, poke them in the eye! <laughs> Get them out of here! Okay. That's like the best place to go to. Like, that's such a weakness, though. It it's is, because like, it's like, doink! You're supposed <laughs> to just, like, scoop the eyeball out. Like, it's a self-defense mechanism. Well, these bitches had it. Oh, my God. Yeah. They they were the creators of this <laughs> self-defense. Okay? I owe it all to them. Yeah. So, Christine okay. ran downstairs to the kitchen where she retrieved a knife and a hammer. Oh, real self defense Yeah. She brought both weapons back upstairs where the sisters continued their attack. Oh. At some point, one of the sisters grabbed a heavy pewter pitcher and used it to strike both of the Lancelin women in the head. Um, experts who responded to the scene estimated that the attack lasted about 30 minutes. Holy shit. So 30 shit. minutes of back and forth, like eye gouging, pewter <laughs> Pictures upside the head, knife stabbing, you know. <laughs> I'm like just thinking of 30 minutes of pure anxiety. Like, could you imagine just being in that heightened state? I would be so out of breath. That's like, why they I were cuddling. Even... I'd be like, cuddle me, let me sleep, <laughs> I need were... Prosecco. That's why they were cuddling. It's like, oh. I need to calm down. And a shower, because I've got all this oh. eye juice on me. I do. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't, I can't. Okay, so anyway, um, besides the eye gouging, um, they had both been bludgeoned and stabbed to the point of being unrecognizable. That's a little overkill. Right? Madame Lancelin's eyes had been gouged out and were found in the folds of her scarf around her neck. (laughs) Her eyes were in her neck. Or in her scarf around her neck. I mean, I just feel oh like God. while one of Genevieve one of Genevieve's eyes were found under her body and the other on the stairs nearby. Like that shit fall along. It reminds me of, Are they like ping pong balls? Do they bounce? Are they just like it reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean, that guy's eyes. The glass just like eye. pops out and he has to like constantly put it back in. You're like, okay. Okay. In her fucking scarf. <laughs> Your neck needs to see better, bitch. Your neck. Oh, they're wrapped up. It, you know, we're just keeping them safe. <laughs> anyway, um, so like I said before, the uh, the cops then went to their room thinking that maybe this had been an intrusion. So they were like, oh, we need to make sure that they're okay too. And this is where they found them um, cuddled up together. See, on this one it says where they were naked in bed. I don't know. Um, while a bloody hammer with hair still clinging to it was on a chair nearby. That's morbid. Um, Right? Uh, But the sisters immediately confessed. So they weren't trying to hide shit. They were just like, yep, this happened. She killed the bitch. We killed her. Both. She yelled at, oh yeah, we killed them. Them. (laughs) Plural. They yelled at her. Human eye. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just trying to name plural of 
like cacti, but then I. <laughs> oh, <that's> so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. You're so stupid. You're so stupid. stupid. Oh, okay, so the sisters were placed in prison separate from each other. Oh, well, that's yeah. just cool. So Christine, the older one, became extremely distressed because she could not see Leah and acted out as a result. You do that. You um, see me. So I would. Finally, <gasps> finally, because they were so, like, her sister was being so ridiculous, they relented and they were like, all right, you guys can meet. Um, Christine reportedly, like, threw herself at Leah, unbuttoning her blouse. Whoa. Begging her, please say yes. <gasps> um, so this, I know, right? I don't love you that much. Like, I love you, but I'm not I don't want to have sex with you. Well, there's not really anything to, once I unbutton the blouse. Bitch. <laughs> These are some nice bee stings I've got going on. <laughs> God. Um, anyway, so that led to people being like, oh, they're incestuous or like something's going yeah, on yeah. that necessarily wasn't happening. We don't know. Um... <laughs> Let's, sorry, I lost my spot. You're good. Oh, and so Christine apparently was a fan of just gouging out eyes in general because she, while in jail and was having a fit over not being able to be with her sister, tried to gouge out her own eyes and had to be put into a straitjacket. So this was just like her thing. She's like, let me just pop everybody's eyeballs out. Oh my, (laughs) like olives. Oh shit, I knocked something over. <laughs> Could you, like, doing that on yourself is intense. Like, I can't even imagine. I don't even like sticking my own finger in my eye for, like, contacts, <laughs> which is why I don't wear them. I probably <laughs> could do it then, because I have contacts, but still, Jesus. Mm. Anyway. Baloney. Um, okay, so we go to court in September. The trial starts September 19... 19- 33. Okay. And um, at first it was like noted their like history of mental illness. Um, their uncle had also committed suicide. Their cousin was living in an asylum. This family's um, not got a hot track no. record. Oh my God. Exactly. They also believe that Christine's affection for her sister was based on family ties, not in, uh, oh, like her, um, their lawyers were trying to say it wasn't incestuous. It was that she just loved her sister. So you take um, off her shirt. And say yes, please. Mm. Um, anyway, so but, after no, the trial, um, the jurors only took 40 minutes to determine that the Papian sisters were indeed guilty of this horrendous crime. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leah thought it to be Leah thought to be under the influence of her older sister was only given 10 year sentence. Jesus. For popping out eyeballs. <laughs> it is way back then, though. Back then, like. I mean, we're corrupt now, but even back then, there were so many less rules and regulations. Oh, it, so like, poor Christine was not so lucky. Oh, shit. Yeah, this bitch. She, she this put bitch. the eyeballs in the scarf. It's so, like, <laughs> vendetta and, and told her sister to pop out the other eyeballs. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. Fair. Um, She's a little more culpable. Uh, so she actually was initially sentenced to death by the guillotine. Oh, shit. This is when they still did that. <gasps> Sorry, that's intense. Continue. Yeah. yeah. Um, although later her sentence was changed to just life imprisonment. Um, however, the separation from Leah proved to be too much for Christine. Her, condi- her condition deteriorated rapidly once they were apart. Um, she experienced bouts of depression and madness. Quotations. Quote, quote unquote, madness. Madness. <laughs> I'm mad. Um, <laughs> eventually refusing to eat. She was like, nope. No, I can't see my sister. I'm not eating. I love you, but I would still need to eat. I'd want you to eat. 
<laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like, <laughs> I want you to be, like, attached, but not that attached. Yeah, I think so. Like, because I think that's I a healthy, ba- well, we have healthy boundaries. Anyway. Well, and I, I suck at keeping in touch, so, like, it really suck if I didn't call you back, and you're like, I'm just not gonna <laughs> eat. I'm like, so, Dario, that's my husband, take away the cheesy popcorn, and I, Taylor, didn't respond to my text. I don't want to be, like, your dog who just, like, goes into depression when you're not around. Like, it's true. It's sad. She's the cutest little thing ever, but she's she's got some separation issues. Anyway. <laughs> um... Prison officials transferred her to a mental institution, hoping that she would benefit from from professional help. Wow. I hope professional so. help. Look at that. Um, still separated from her sister, she continued to starve herself until she died. <gasps> like, that's literally how she died. She killed herself by not eating. Oh, my God. Right? She was like, nope. Nope. Not doing it. Not doing it. I love you, but I don't know. That, like, takes... These girls have some serious willpower. They have some serious dedication. I think we need to, like, talk about yours and see. You might want to start stepping it up. <laughs> I wish you could see the fucking face I'm making right now, people, because this bitch. <laughs> I don't think I can handle it right now. Oh, um, here. Out of Prosecco. There's okay. two more bottles. We're good. So, Leah, the younger sister, actually fared better, um, <laughs> serving only eight years of her 10-year sentence, oh, good after which she was released um, in 1941. She's like, finally, this bitch is dead. She's like, finally, I'm not having to deal with her, her neuroses. It's very possible. It could have been like a Munchausen's thing. Oh, it's, yeah. Um. Anyway... So, she was released, and she uh, lived in a town where she joined her mother. So, her their mom came and, like, was like, all right, now I'll live with you. Um, so, obviously, her mom did not like Christine. Christine was not the favorite. No. Um, it me. Um, but she did assume a fake identity after that because she was so, like, her and her sister were so well-known. Fair. Um, and she continued to just live out her life as a maid. Um some accounts say that she passed away uh, in, like, 1982. But Holy other, cow. Right? She That's, like, recent. Yeah. But then somebody else said that they discovered her living in hospice in France in Long. 2000. So she may have even lasted even longer than that. But they're... Wow. That, that's conflicting. They're not 100% sure. I probably would have, um, like, gone under the radar, too, if I were her. Right? Yeah. Shit. Uh... So, anyway, but here's the thing is, like, these, like, this particular case started up all kinds of um, plays, movies, books. Like, if you look at it. Really? There are, like, numerous, like, and they're all French for the most part. Damn it, I want to read the books. there are plays, movies, and books, like I said, all based on these sisters, and they all have different names, of course, but it basically is all, like, the sisters or the maids or sister, my, like, all kinds of crazy Makes stuff. Makes sense. Yeah, and so, but I'm talking, like, look at this list. Like, holy crap. She is showing me the list right now, and it's, like, no joke. Right? So, I mean, these sisters Ooh. became super famous, um, after this, and, like, to date, it is still one of the most famous, like, murders in French history. Wow, I so, never knew about that. That's insane. Yeah, so that is my case. Nice. Of the eye-gouging sisters! Good fucking job, man. Like, I, I'm not over, like, the eyeballs and the scars. That's my, <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, uh, uh, It's my so, own dementedness. But we tried to, like, since it was the first episode, we unknowingly both went with sister cases since we are the yeah. quirky crime sisters. Quirky crime sisters. I mean, sisters. poor old Joe was in my case, but, you know, 
she was there on vacation. Like, they were a lot of family ties, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was that was it, man. We made it through our first episode. Good job. Yes. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. This has been fun. Yes. Um, and we hope that you like us, and we hope to be back next week with some more material. Yes. Yamas. Yes.